still buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Happy Turkey Week. Turkey Week? I mean, you know, we're almost there. For Thanksgiving? Yeah. Innocent slaughter of lots of Turkey Week, you mean? I was going to say, I guess I can't say that to Taylor. Yeah. Happy Tofurkey Week to everybody out there. So you probably are particularly outraged by the turducken, huh? That's just, I, I don't, that's just unnecessary. Let's just use that word. I think, I think meat eaters and non-meat eaters alike can agree. It's just unnecessary. I agree. It is unnecessary. What about the turducken? <laughs> and not the one that has like a, a turkey inside of a slightly larger turkey? I think what? so. Like a duck and then a, and like a smaller turkey duck. Turkey inception? And that's, a chicken. no. Like like smaller versions of all of them. How about just it's a just pie cake? Sort of, in? I was gonna say like that. I've heard of that. I'm into that. Put a pie inside a cake. Don't stuff animals into what each other. What does it go inside of? Sort of it's Eldritch a, horror nightmare. It's like pies in a cake. Oh, I have seen that. There's like yeah. a certain kind of pie and sort of a certain kind of cake. You do that three times over and you yeah. stack them on top of each other. Exactly. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. This is. I I just I wonder. Uh, and I'm sure listeners from other places will be able to tell us, but this seems to me like the most American thing we could do. Like, just like take perfectly good food, food that's perfectly fine on its own, and let's just and stuff, stuff it, it in. food. <laughs> you get the it's a, it's like the KFC like bowl, you know? Fry it's it. like why have a separate meal when you can shove it all in the same container and eat it covered in gravy at the same time. <laughs> Just like it's like we are two steps away from a trough. All inside of a bowl made of bread. <laughs> right? Like this is a very like so I took a pig and I took it inside of put it inside of a cow and I put a turkey in there. It's like but that no. Like just don't stop. do all that. Just stop no, doing just, that. I mean outside of my any sort of vegan things, it's just it's like just can't we just enjoy the thing that that it I, is? I I'm I guess I'm kinda with you. I mean I'm not Obviously, I'm okay with eating meat, but I do agree with you that these things seem excessive because i i have never I have never had the desire to take my eating to the extreme. <laughs> I've, I've never thought extreme eating. <laughs> like I'm eating pretty good right now, but what if I could eat more extreme? <laughs> uh, that doesn't interest I me. I think the most extreme our eating goes is every year when we let Dad put a turkey in the deep fryer and wonder whether or not he'll blow up the whole house. <laughs> yes. And I mean, I, I will admit there have been moments in the past where we've d- had that like, hey, what else could we deep fry conversation? And we started like <laughs> deep frying little pieces of cheese yeah. and started deep frying things that were already deep fried. Yeah, I do. I do enjoy that. That because then it's I mean, then sometimes you find which cookie or lunch cake or fruit fruit tastes the best when you deep fry it. I just I, there's so many ways of cooking things that won't risk possible like death dismemberment and disfigurement like just why the giant vat of deep fried grease like why uh well have you tasted things that are deep fried (laughs) (laughs) this is important to know because see here's the thing they taste good (laughs) as much as i hate to admit it I, as a doctor, I should tell you, don't deep fry food. That's not good for you. But... But they do taste good. <laughs> wow. Um, you know, though, all that oil uh-huh. and grease, uh-huh. you know what the... do it. She's what gonna the, do it. 
She's I'm going to do it. You know what they'll tell you that's bad for? What's it bad for? Your complexion. Your cardiovascular health. Well, yes. <laughs> what you said was true. What I said wasn't. But it is a popular myth uh, that you shouldn't eat greasy things because then you'll get bad skin. Is that true? No. No, the, the grease doesn't the come out of your body. So bad. Yeah, no, yeah. No, 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 don't don't worry. It's not it's not freeing itself through your skin. It's chilling in your arteries. So yeah, really. Yeah, there <laughs> there are lots of good reasons not to eat fried food, but your complexion is not among them. I don't know, but I mean, I guess if you're like a really messy eater and you just rub like the deep fried turkey all over your face in the process, <laughs> that's probably not good for your skin. Is that is that a is that like a thing? Do a Thanksgiving DIY mask, Riley. You just take the turkey, put some mashed potatoes and cranberry. Take the fried skin off of your turkey. Now rub that all over your face like it's a sheet mask. You just leave, leave it, it on, on for 10 minutes while you cover it up with gravy and mashed potatoes. Terrorized. Wipe it all off onto your plate and eat it while you look at your fresh new complexion. <laughs> That's like some like Texas Chainsaw nightmare fuel right there. Just wander Somebody around your like house and turkey skin. Of the discs of the cranberry sauce that comes out of a can like cut those, those two discs and eyes. put them on your yeah, eyes like your cucumber eyes. slices yeah. Yeah, that's so def- that'll definitely re- reduce the inflammation uh, there you go yeah I, there's got to be a use for the stuffing and the green beans too uh, Sid you're, you're a doctor I feel like you need to issue a disclaimer right now that we're clearly joking use the green beans Just in as case. hair rollers dear, dear listeners please don't put Thanksgiving dinner on your face <laughs> Put it in your face, but don't put it on your face. Ralph, the more you know. There you go. All you right. shouldn't have to say this. <laughs> just, just want to be safe, guys. All right. <laughs> but the that's I want to talk about complexions because I feel like a lot of time in your teenage years is spent worrying about your skin. Yeah. And I I guess for some people that extends to their whole life, but the teenage years are traditionally well, when your peak terrible skin time exactly that's when that's when acne is very prominent um for some of us it never stops (laughs) which i just take to mean i have youthful skin forever Mm -hmm. and ever yeah i just i don't have to grow up until my skin does because it's my largest (laughs) organ that's the rule i've made for myself so no problems and then and then just when you think like i'm becoming an adult my skin seems more clear i think i'm growing up then you get pregnant and all bets are off (laughs) doesn't matter anymore you have a youthful being inside of you then it's giving me acne yes (laughs) (laughs) you're you're taking its youth you're vampiring out its youth and it's 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 showing up on your face it's just coming out my pores yeah (laughs) Well, if that if the, if my pores are filled with youth right now, then I guess that's better the than the alternative. <laughs> and if your pores are filled with old, well, I meant like dirt and grease and pus and grease. All the Ew. stuff that all the stuff that acne is. I guess to say the p word. What would you prefer? Something else? A different p word, perhaps? No, just not that purulent <laughs> drainage. <laughs> would that be better? pretty yucky stuff <laughs> sometimes it's mm. proteinaceous material oh that's fun mm-hmm. pretty much stuff that i yep. don't want to talk about also yep. bacteria <laughs> but you know but it's all gross stuff but and riley i don't know if your generation still embraces these but sid do you remember the biore pore strips mm-hmm. the little things you put on your nose and wasn't it yep. always the most fascinating thing to see the little 
forest of of disgusting stuff that came out of your face. Mm-hmm. All of the dirt and grease that just came out of all your pores, and you're just looking at it like, oh my god, that was in my nose. Well, they they clearly like understood this in their ad campaigns because the commercials are always like cute girls like peeling them out of their nose and looking at it and going, ew. <laughs> like, like yeah fun it's like it was like the proto version of those like internet videos of people like popping pimples it's like why do we like this i don't know we just do we just go with it we just want to it's satis- it's it very, is satisfying. very satisfying oh. <laughs> think about that look at all those empty pores yeah <laughs> giant empty pores yeah really <laughs> um, um we have peel off masks that are kind of like those i mean i've seen those Bior pore strips in stores i have never used them because part of me is scared that I'm going to put them on my face and they're going to peel off all my skin. Oh, oh they um, won't. They don't do that. I, no. uh, it scares me. Um, but we do, like I have like peel they're off masks. not that powerful. <laughs> I have Wait. one that I, I really like that, that makes me look like I'm a tin man that's been rusted. Like a little like, like an orange <laughs> tinted or a spray tan tin man. Uh-huh. I really like that one because it makes my face shiny and then I get to peel it all off. But are the you're talking about like because I've done like the activated charcoal ones and like the green tea ones that like mm-hmm. adhere to your face and peel off in a solid sheet, mm-hmm. like some horrible torture device that lets you know where every little hair on your face formerly was. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah, yeah. I put one of those on with a little a little recklessness, a little the don't care attitude, and uh, I I I sacrifice to the eyebrow gods heavily. <laughs> Oh no! Oh my goodness. Yeah, those things are no joke. They hurt. Yeah, they're intense. That would be bad for me. I'm kind of a hairy lady. I don't think I would enjoy that. <sighs> That's why I have a mask night that I set aside to do my mask to, so to I torture. Have to your feel pain. that pain once a night. I got oh, about half, like halfway through it, and it was like a green tea one. So it was like this minty green. I'm like, this is just me now. I'm not taking it the rest of the way off. This is a decision <laughs> I've made. It's staying on. It's never coming off. This is me now. I am a mint person. I never remember having peel off masks. I remember I did find an acne wash once when I was younger that if you you could put it on and wash it off like an acne wash or you could put it on and leave it on and it would harden and then you could wash it off and so it was a mask sort of kind of i i could never tell if it was working any differently from the mask perspective than just as a wash Mm -hmm. so i just washed with it but like most like most acne washes of the day it was really just benzoyl peroxide Mm -hmm. so it also bleached all of our washcloths and towels yeah (laughs) i've always wanted to try this mask that's very popular on the teen webs today that you like like brush on your face it's all liquid and as it dries it bubbles so your face, like the mask, doubles in in height from your face. Then your whole face is just covered in in bubbles, and you wipe it all off. What? Looks very fun. Is it just for fun, or does that do it's something? It's supposed to cl- clean your face. I mean, they all are made to do something. <laughs> I mean, I hope it cleans your face. It's supposed to do something. It makes your face dirty. <laughs> it gives you acne. <laughs> <laughs> this is for that new look that everybody's trying to get the acne look. If that's a look, then I'm in. <laughs> I mean, it's, the 90s are back, right? And I feel like we hadn't figured out good teen skincare by then, so bad skin yeah. is just well, like a, a thing. cool vintage thing. All the famous teens have really good skin. It's like that's not how teens work. They, I Some of them do. Sometimes that's you're being tricked by cameras, though. True. This is something that I've learned as I've gotten older is is now I look at famous teens and I notice like 
oh, you're just like me. <laughs> Celebrities are just like us. Like, of course, of course, some of them are going to have acne. It's inevitable. Um, and that was the thing. Like, when I look back at our teen years, I was not the only one who had acne. Mm -hmm. Now, I felt like the only person who had acne. And I felt like any time I had a zit that I just couldn't get covered. And so it was showing at school. Like, everybody was looking at my zit. It feels like it's the size of your face. Mm -hmm. And that's all you can think about all day. And, uh. And I was a I was bad about picking at things, and so I'd make them worse. Mm. I inevitably would what make was it, it look worse. That Dad said to you at one time. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I was standing in front of the bathroom mirror, uh, tending to my acne-ridden face, and Dad came in and said, "You should just like push on both cheeks and squeeze your whole face all at once so that they'll all pop." Yeah. Like, Thanks, Dad. <laughs> I think I cried and slammed the bathroom door is more yeah. accurate. Teen angst. <laughs> I had, I mean, I did have pretty, pretty severe acne um, to the point where to, to kind of, I know we're going to talk about like all the products people use over the counter, but I, I took prescription Accutane. Um, that stuff's intense. It was intense. And it's not, it's not like an easy road. It's not like, and now your skin's clear and it's great. It, when you start taking Accutane, which I would... If this is something you're entertaining, I would have a long conversation with your doctor beforehand. I'm not saying you absolutely shouldn't. It's just, it's an intense drug. There's lots of side effects. It's it's not for everyone. And it made my skin, I felt like, worse before it got better. And then it got so dry. And then my lips were, like, cracking and bleeding. I had a friend who had Accutane. Her lips were constantly, like, bleeding and had chunks coming off. Mm -hmm. And... <laughs> It's rough. Now, eventually it does work. Eventually my skin was clear. Someday it'll work. <laughs> oof. It was a rough road to get there. You um, have to get blood work done every month. You have you? to get blood work. There's, You cannot get pregnant while you're on Accutane. That's very dangerous. Actually, I don't know if it's still true, but back when I got the pills, um, it was like a pop-out pack. And every single pill, the piece of cardboard that you popped out to get it, had a little picture of a pregnant person with a red line through it. Don't get Jeez. pregnant. <laughs> Every I know, just like on the entire pop, just like dozens of these little pregnant people with red lines. Like, no, 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 no. Don't do it. Don't get pregnant. Now you were thinking about it when you opened up this package, but don't. <laughs> I don't know why my acne medicine made me want to get pregnant, but it did. But uh, but no, that I I went down that road because it was it was bad enough and and it was all I thought about. There were days that went by where I was at school thinking about my skin. And nothing else. Which I hate to say that now because now I look back and go, everybody had acne. What was I so upset about? But it feels like a big deal. Yeah, if you have that one place on your face and you know it's there and you couldn't cover it up quite well enough. And like you can feel it right there and you know you want to do something about it when you get home. But you're not going to at school because if you make it worse and then mm -hmm. you're in the middle of school. So it's all you can think about all day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't remember, Tay, I don't remember you having the severity of acne that I did. Mine was never as bad as, as yours. Uh, I had some rough years, but um, I don't know. I also, like, I, my thing was always that I didn't want to wear makeup to cover it because then I felt like people would think that I cared, you know? Like, it was always <laughs> that, like, double-edged sword of, like, well, the makeup is still obvious, like, you know, like, when you have acne, mm -hmm. it's, depending on how sure. bad it is, sometimes the makeup just draws more attention to it. So I always felt like yeah. it was better just to not put anything on it so that it'd be like, yeah, whatever. I don't care, clearly. So <laughs> so you may, can't make fun of me about it, right? That's that's the teen loophole. Like, if you don't care about it, you can't make fun of me for it. 
No, but it's true. There was, I, I do remember, it was kind of like once you started, it was hard to stop covering. And I remember one day thinking like, I am wearing so much makeup and I don't even like wearing makeup. And I don't, and I knew it didn't look good. I knew when I looked at myself in the mirror that it looked like I had caked my face with orange makeup. Like I knew yeah. that. And, and I didn't know how to stop because I thought if I don't one day and I just show up at school with the, my face looking the way that it looks, everybody's going to think, oh my gosh, she got acne overnight because I'd been hiding it. <laughs> and so I felt stuck. I felt like there's no way, like, do I reveal one zit at a time over <laughs> slowly over the course of months? Slowly un wipe the makeup off this one <laughs> just one at a time and I, so i felt stuck this wearing weird pimple burlesque that you're describing it <laughs> 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 is somebody's fetish and that is cool but uh, interesting <laughs> and, and it's such a weird way that our brains work because i used to look at people who didn't wear makeup at all and you know just had acne and whatever and it never grossed me out. Like, I never thought no. they looked terrible. I didn't spend a lot of time thinking about their acne. Certainly not as much time as I was thinking about mine. That's why I always try to remind myself is you think everyone's thinking about yours, but everyone's thinking about their own. And that's the truth. <laughs> because I don't pay attention to anyone else's. I used to look at people and think, I should adjust. I, you look better than I do. I can see your zits. You can't see mine. You see my orange face. I wish I had just <laughs> gone that down that road. I wish I had never tried to cover it to begin with and just... And I'm not going to be able to go down that road for another, like, 10 weeks because <laughs> I'm only unveiling one pimple at a time. So by the time I'm done, it's going to be the end of the school year. And my skin is getting worse because I am covering it in, like, layers of plastered-on Clinique every day. That is the downside to makeup is it covers it up but also causes you to get more of it. Well, yeah, that, I never gave my skin time to breathe. That that was always the other thing too is that I felt like the if I let myself like get super neurotic about it and wore makeup then it would just it always got worse. But like just you don't wear makeup for like oh, I don't know a couple weeks and at least in my case and everybody's skin is different, it would mm -hmm. always end up looking better. So yeah, no that that was that was always the case with me. If I would like in the summer when I wasn't in school, I would lay off makeup some, um, and my skin always ended up looking better. And then I would go back to school, start caking on all the orange stuff, and go right back down that road. Wow. My skin also always gets worse in the winter because it starts getting dry, and then it's like it starts peeling off. But then it starts like I put more makeup on, and then it just breaks out more. Have you taken those quizzes to tell you if you have oily, dry, or combination skin? Of course, I have. I guess it's not something you can just kind of like poke your face and be like, hmm, that's oily. Like, that's, that's always been what mine's like. Like, that's not a question. Super not dry. I see, I always thought I had combination skin because even when I dried it out, it still looked bad. So I figured, well, it's probably combination. I'm putting, because I, you know, I did the whole train of like the benzoyl peroxide and then that didn't seem to be cutting it. So I used salicylic acid and then I would use like combinations of both, like a salicylic acid wash with benzoyl peroxide, like, um, you know, ointment to go on the zits themselves. And my skin would get so dry. And it still didn't look very good. <laughs> and it I just used to just think angry. I had oily skin. And I figured out that if parts of your skin are super oily and parts of your skin are super dry, that means you have combination skin, Riley. Mm -hmm. That does not mean you have oily skin. Yeah. It's mm. also hard because when you're younger, you don't understand all the different kinds of acne. And now, like, I know some of the acne I had was hormonal acne. And 
every time I scrubbed and scrubbed and picked and tried to put all the over-the-counter stuff on it, it was not going to get better. Like the cystic acne I'd get like under my chin and stuff like that. That was not going anywhere with that kind of stuff. And in general, you know, scrubbing your skin is really bad. Mm-hmm. I, that was not something that was told to me when I was younger. Really? Oh, I scrubbed the heck out of my skin. I thought I was cleaning out my pores. Yeah. I, I have w- a very gentle way of going about cleaning out my pores. <laughs> <laughs> you have a very I treat gentle my, way? I treat my skin very kindly because it's very sensitive. <laughs> but you use those, those torturous death like face hugger masks mine don't hurt that bad i don't know maybe my i just don't i don't i don't think i'm particularly sensitive in the facial region but maybe i am i don't know um i i don't know i nowadays i use um like whatever soap is available and i know riley's looking at me like i'm a monster what are you doing my my moisturizing routine I have moisturizer at home, but my favorite thing to do is when we're on the road, I just use whatever lotion they have in the hotel room. Sydney. On my face. It's not made for your face. <laughs> it works. I, it's made for your body. Yeah. I can't fine. really say anything because I have like, I was part of a, a Japanese like fashion monthly box for a while mm-hmm. that would come with like cool cosmetics. I have a couple, like every box had some sort of, I don't know if it's a toner or a face wash, but the thing is I have a lot of it and it's, <laughs> it's free. My kanji is not that good to figure it out. Like I know it's like facial, definitely for my face, I think, <laughs> maybe, maybe for my feet, but I, it's there. So you wash my face with it and it, my, my skin's been fine, not better or worse. I'm like, that's fine. It's what, there. What do you do with it? Do you wash with it or do you? Well, it's really watery. Like mm-hmm. you like so that made me think like oh, but it's, it's a toner but then there's like a cute little picture of like a cute cartoon girl like washing her face on it so I'm like maybe it's a face wash I don't know <laughs> but it's <laughs> really it's cute <laughs> it smells really nice and it's cute just gonna use it as a face wash and yeah you know just go go break the rules go rogue but if it works it's it's a thing that I'm I'm putting on my face with water water's probably just doing its job I'm also like one of those garbage humans that like. Wakes up with my makeup on more often than not, and then Taylor. just kind of, you just kind of <laughs> smudge it back up into place. Like yesterday, I had a cat eye. Today, I have a smoky eye. That's just the way it works. <laughs> Taylor, <laughs> I know. I'm gonna. I'll pay for it one day. I don't know. I'm gonna get you like thirty packs of makeup wipes for Christmas, and I just saw keep those. one by your bed, and you'll never be able to have any excuse again. I saw those at your house. And I was very excited about those, Riley. Why? Because I don't have those. I wa- but I and I just started trying to be more rigorous in the last year with washing my face every no, you night. Know, these don't count as washing your face. Oh no, no, yeah. no! I can't replace washing my face. No. With these? Oh. I, I was gonna say I do have some makeup wipes, and I totally. I mean, when I have them, I I, I always get them for like con weekends to like. Then I'm putting lots of makeup on my face, and yeah. so then I'm taking it off. But that. There's totally not a follow-up, so I don't. The makeup's off. The makeup's the problem. Think about, okay, think about this. I put a whole layer of makeup on my skin. Uh Uh-huh. You have little holes in your skin called pores. Do you know this? I know, what? yes, I know You are talking to a doctor and someone with an art degree. You wipe your makeup across your face with that makeup wipe. You're not getting in those pores. But but wait, I don't put makeup all over my face. Ah, okay. Neither do you I. You still have pores on where you put makeup. 
and you're not getting in there. I'm, I just would use it to cover my circles. See, this is my eyes. Riley, this is where I think you get into that catch 22 because like if you cover your whole face with like a foundation, then you got the pancake face. You're all one color. That's not normal. So then you got to add all this extra stuff to look like a regular person. Whereas if you just didn't put it on at the beginning with, you just look that way naturally. I do not look the way naturally I do with makeup as I do without makeup. That is false. I think you look beautiful either way. I agree. That is not what I was saying. I was saying I don't look like the same person. <laughs> well, I I like I like the real you. <laughs> I can still be the real you. <laughs> no, I'm not going to give you a hard time. I know you like your makeup, and that is totally it's a like personal choice. Makeup. You're an artist, Taylor. It's artistry. Well, and I Art- also definitely look like I sleep in my makeup most days so it's not cute I, you know oh but you i know, look like i put body lotion on my face so like <laughs> you do this is called hey well, well now wait this brings up uh, i don't know maybe you've heard about this riley because this is a it's an app so um it's mm-hmm. a thing that you should know about before i would i think it's called mm-hmm. make app and mm-hmm. it's 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 getting a lot of heat because it's an app that i guess the pitch for it and this is this is garbage. This is trash. It's so men can take pictures of women and see what they look like without makeup on. It like removes Whoa. makeup. Uh, right? I've not heard of that. Uh, like, isn't that like? I don't know. That's that's real. That's real gross to me. But uh, I hate that. That's a thing that. that's out there. I hate that. I don't like that. Yeah. No. No, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I like all those things where people say online, like, take her swimming on the first date so you can see what she looks like without her makeup. And then it's all these videos of, like, professional makeup artists covering their faces with waterproof makeup and, like, putting on full faces and makeup, like, full glam, and then, like, running a shower head over their face and their makeup not moving at all. Like, yeah, take me swimming on the first date. I'm still going to have all my makeup on. And also, like, who goes swimming on your first no date? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, anybody tries to trick you into that scheme, you know that they're a they're a narcissistic jerkwad, and don't even well, don't even be bothered. Exactly. There's something weird happening. If somebody's like, "Hey, do you want to go on a date?" Yeah. Do you want to go swimming? Uh, what? what? <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, like, I. Oh, what if you're at camp? Uh, <laughs> What if That's a weird. Okay, camp. sure. Yeah, the camp exception. We'll make that. We'll make the <laughs> camp exception. None of these dating rules apply to camp, which is its own. Well, there world. aren't a lot of things to do at your stereotypical summer wilderness camp. And what if they're like, you want to go swimming in the lake? All right, we have we have gone way off track, and I'm gonna pull us back. But before I do that, let's check the group message. We have uh, a special message to give a jumbotron can i can i do it yeah you can do it thank you i i just really want to do it go for it um this message is for davy jamie and daniel from sabrina and sabrina says to davy and jamie thanks thank you for getting us hooked on such wonderful shows made by such wonderful people you're almost as cool as the smurl macaroys and that's pretty darn cool and to daniel i'm still a year behind on still buff but you're caught up so hello from the future past Thank you for being the best husband in any timeline. Love you all. Aww. That was very sweet, Sabrina. That's very nice. What a nice message. Thank you from us. Well, I hope um, yeah. you finally listen to this. The world hasn't ended. We're not at Armageddon. Um, yeah. <laughs> but good luck up there in the future. <laughs> and I hope you haven't realized that we're not that cool yet. I'm <laughs> <laughs> thinking like a year back. Don't. Was I on yet? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Don't, t- don't tell anybody. <laughs> we're not cool. We pretend to be. Uh, do we? Riley's Riley's looking at me like I'm I cool. I don't know fine. what you're talking about. I'm 
we also have a sponsor to tell you about this week. Whoop. So we want to tell you about Just Fab. Now we've mentioned uh, Just Fab before because I am someone who knows little about fashion. Fair. <laughs> little. Um, but, you know, I would like to be a fashion trendsetter. And now you can't be. Uh, and you don't have to spend a million dollars to do it. That's the most important thing. And all you have to do is go to justfab.com right now. Uh, a lot of, of people have checked out this site and they're really excited about it because it shows you what's new and trending, not just in clothes, but in accessories and boots and shoes and everything. Um, so if you're like me and you're not sure, you can go check that out. And when you become a JustFab VIP, you save up to 30% off retail prices and other exclusive perks. Um, and they can help you out if you're not sure what you should wear, what looks, what, what, what your tastes are, what looks good on you. Uh, you can take a quick style quiz and they'll personalize your shopping experience. Uh, every month you'll be charged $40 shopping credit to your account. It can be used for anything on the site. Um, and you can easily skip months and your card won't be charged. So if you want to check this out, Taylor, will you tell our listeners what to do? Yeah, you just go to uh, justfab.com slash stillbuffering and sign up as a VIP to get your first style for as low as $10. That's justfab.com slash stillbuffering. Get that first style going. Get those boots. Boot season. As low as $10. All right, check it out. Justfab.com slash stillbuffering. So I wanted to mention specifically um, some beauty products that I think are no longer as popular as they once were mm -hmm. for the skin. Um, everybody, I feel like, had certain things. One was a big tub of Noxzema. Taylor, do you know what Noxzema did? What? It cleaned your face? I guess. With it was like that <laughs> big blue tub. Yeah, it, with oxygen, I think. Or something. I don't know. Clean cleaned your face with oxygen? Yeah. I think there were a lot of bubbles involved in the advertisement. Like cool mm -hmm. looking bubbles. Maybe they were on skateboards. I don't know. <laughs> Every everybody looks great in those advertisements. They put the face wash on their face and then they have a giant beautiful basin of cool water that they splash yeah. perfectly and over their face. nowhere else except for on their face. Yes, and they splash it just on their face. Their hair stays perfectly dry and the room does too, I suppose. But <laughs> the never-ending room of white. Yes, is usually what it is in these commercials. And then they pat their cheek and it looks great. Mm -hmm. Well, and they also they were one of the first ones to do the wipes, right? Like they had little circular wipes that you could they would also Did come in a big tub. I think you're right. I remember more clearly the Clearasil ones, but I think you're right that Noxema also had those. Yeah. Because that's um, what those I... Were, oh, those were like an astringent wipe. I don't know if anybody uses that anymore, Riley. Mm. What is that? They were kind of heavy. Uh, I think those had... Did those have benzoyl peroxide in them? Yeah, that was everything, right? It was just all benzoyl peroxide. They, they had one of those like really drying agents mm -hmm. on there and you would rub them all over your, they were little teeny round circles and you would rub them all over your skin. I've not heard of those or used those. Or oh man. Those. those were like a staple. No, the wipes I use come in a little like plastic, like rectangular mm -hmm. container and you open it up and then just pull out all your little like moistened towelettes. <laughs> What a what now, Taylor? You use the Saint Ives apricot scrub. I remember, and I don't remember ever using that myself, but I think it was very popular. It was, um, and it was, but it was really rough. Like, 
I don't think it it was for your face. I remember using it, trying it out because it was popular, and it 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 didn't help my face. It broke it out because it was just mm-hmm. so like crunchy. I don't know. <laughs> like well, it, it had little hard bits in it. That's interesting that you say that because recently um, there was a thing online I saw where a lot of women were trying to sue the company of St. Ives for their apricot scrub specifically because it had little bits of like shell in it or something or uh, something harmful to the skin that was like it was supposed to be all natural but they Uh had bits in it that should have been removed and it was causing miniature tiny abrasions in the skin like little cuts you couldn't see but were in your skin um, and we're causing people to break out more and have infections and that's very bad yeah now i i will say that's awful but to this day there's like a drugstore cheap brand of of scrub and i feel like i read about it in like i don't know it was probably like a cosmo or a 16 like years and years and years ago as like the best bargain brand facial scrub and it's like the queen helene like mint julep mask (laughs) and Uh i mean anything like any cosmetic that just causes itself like margarita scrub mint julep mask whiskey (laughs) fix like i'm like oh these these i already walk around smelling like a bar this fits with me uh (laughs) but that one to this day it's like it's 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 cheap as heck, and it smells so good. I don't know if it, once again, does much for my face, but I almost always have it, and I, I really dig it. And it's one of those huh. that's, that's been around in, like, in, in like drugstores for, like, years and years. Sure. Yeah, I know what you mean about not knowing if certain things are actually working, <laughs> because I've added so many things to my nightly and morning routines for my skin Um that if I go a day or two days without using literally any one of them, my skin starts to break out. So I don't know which one is doing the most or if they're all just like a little team now. And now if I go without any of them ever for the rest of my life, I'm going to have awful skin. But combined, they all make it so my skin's okay. <laughs> I don't... I Maybe I just wasn't that sophisticated. I, I remember buying like different over-the-counter products, but I didn't have that many... I don't know. I remember having acne washes that I use, like Neutrogena washes were very popular. Mm -hmm. But again, everything was just a variation of benzoyl peroxide and salicylic acid. But uh, I remember going to my dermatologist and saying, and and her telling me, like, stop all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. You're Mm -hmm. destroying your skin. Please stop and don't scrub and don't pick and what are you doing? And then she told me to use Cetaphil. Mm -hmm. And that's the face wash I use. I use it to this day. Mm-hmm. It is. I, I use it to this to Do you this use the day. foaming one? No. Mine's the foaming one. I use just the regular Bottles. old. Actually, sometimes I buy the Equate brand Sydney. that you compare to Cetaphil. That's the same thing. The ingredients are the same. Mm-hmm. And that's the same moisturizer I use. I just don't like to take it on the road with me because it's a giant Are you sure you don't use bottle. body lotion on your face? <laughs> Not at <laughs> I mean, if I run out at home, I will. Actually, I steal all the little lotion bottles from the hotels, so I'll use those if I run out. (laughs) Go to the store. Some of them smell really good. That's not good for your face. But but, uh, once I started on that, I didn't didn't have much of a routine. I do remember a lot of my friends had the um, Neutrogena bars that were like orange. Yeah. And those were supposed to be really good for your skin. I remember being told that. 
I've never seen those before. I never had one. I remember, though, I felt like everyone who was popular had one. And I remember, <laughs> I, I don't know why I didn't buy one, because I remember thinking they all have perfect skin. And it's this bar. It's this orange bar. <laughs> <laughs> what is in it? I need it. Um, I don't know why I didn't have one. I, uh, I feel like now skincare for teens, especially because of, like, YouTube peoples and the internet and social media it's become like a lot bigger of a deal for like a whole routine and a bunch of different products and what's the most popular and for a while I would just buy the ones that I saw everyone online using but then I was like that's not good because everyone's skin is different that might work for her but that's probably not gonna work for me because my skin is nothing like hers so I did a lot of trial and error and now all my things are very different and do different things and I feel like skincare products as well have changed and now they're not just like a variation of benzoyl peroxide and salicylic acid now it's like natural things for your face that are supposed Mm -hmm. to not just dry you out and like sometimes it's okay to use specific oils for your skin because it like like balances out all the things you're using to dry your skin sure so there's a lot of different things that go into it i think it's easier to be educated on those things now with internet i think that's probably true because i I i really relied on like mom's advice and mom's generation of skincare was a whole other world mm-hmm. um i mean mom was the one who had us using vaseline to take off our eye makeup i did that up until like seventh or eighth grade uh, we, we love you mom but i don't i don't think that's a thing anymore no i don't think that's good for you either um, I, well, I don't know i don't know, know if it's harmful no. she credits it to why she looks like freakishly young for her age and she's not wrong i mean she does she does she does she does, she does. So and maybe it maybe works. It's the maybe Vaseline. mom was right about the Vaseline all along. But um, but uh, that was a very different era of skincare. And then I I had to like go to a doctor and ask him questions. Mm-hmm. You can only do that so often. So mm-hmm. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't have any other resources. And I mean, ads and teen magazines, but they're just trying to sell you whatever the product is, so you can't really trust it. I probably uh, proactive came along after my teenage years. But if I had, if that had come along when I was a teenager, I probably would have seen those commercials and bought Proactive. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it works. It might work great. I have no idea. But, you know. Yeah. But Riley, do you feel, because I think like with all the, like the, the, I don't know, like YouTube, like makeup tutorials and you guys, I think use so much better, but also more product at a younger age. Like I felt like growing up, there was just a point in your life where you just were going to have bad skin. And that was just a fact of life. And like the adults in your life kind of had that opinion too. Like. I feel like there's yeah. more pressure on your generation to either have good skin or have the appearance of it through makeup. Do you feel like that's true? Like it's something that you'd be the weird one to walk around with a like a naked face full of acne? I don't think like you'd be like looked at differently necessarily if you walked around with like a naked face and no makeup and had acne. But I think it's just like... I don't know. It's become a norm. Like I look at, I mean, when I was in eighth grade, ninth grade, I did not look any older than eighth grade or ninth grade. And there were definitely times where I probably looked like I was supposed to be in like fifth or sixth grade. Um, But I look at freshmen now and eighth graders being a senior and like they look as old as I do and they look older than me. And I just think it's like everyone's starting to look older with all the makeup and stuff. It's almost like if you have, there are some people who's, whose facial structure and skin type they can go without makeup and still look their age and still look like a 17 18 year old but that like for me I feel like if I go without makeup I look already younger than I already do (laughs) 
and I look like I'm supposed to be in like eighth or ninth grade and it's just like I think it just makes like there's a pressure to look older and be older and grow up faster than you should now and I think a lot of that has to do with how you treat your skin and makeup Mm. and stuff I think I think part of that comes around like in cycles though because I know what you're saying um and I do feel like when I was in school people looked younger than they do now yeah um that being said if you look back at like I always feel like if you look at yearbooks from like the 70s they all look way older than yeah it looks like a bunch of adults in in I definitely think that and I think it was the the styling I mean I don't think it was that people were older obviously they weren't it was the makeup and the hairstyle I mean mom's yearbook her senior pictures I feel like she looks about 10 years older than I do now as a senior (laughs) so I think it comes in it comes in waves like there are just ways of like there are time periods where everybody's kind of looking older I feel like when we came through there was no stress on trying to look older because lord knows the kind of clothes and the way we did our hair and our makeup i mean we were covered in body glitter (laughs) we had jewels on our faces and in your hair yeah we were all wearing like you know scrunchies and overalls and i don't know like nobody looked nobody looked like they were trying to look grown up yeah Yeah. well then opposite that you had like the the still the effects of the grunge movement where it was very purposely not looking sophisticated not looking put together or adult sure and acne was an accessory for you (laughs) (laughs) but but it is true that i think you know no matter what area you're in obviously there there are generations of teen skin products to try to fight, which what, to, as you said, Taylor, is a very natural part of the puberty process, which is, unfortunately, most people get some degree of acne. Mm-hmm. For some, it's not a big deal. Some get almost none. Other people get a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, but it's just part of that time of your life. There are things you can do that are good health advice, like that, you know, that's good health advice to help mediate it. Like, I mean, you hear like, drink a lot of water and don't eat greasy foods. Well, I mean, you probably should do that. Yeah. <laughs> That doesn't really help with acne, um, but you should wash your face. You shouldn't scrub your skin too hard. I like how you said you should wash your face and then <laughs> say you use makeup wipes instead of face wash. I'm not. It's, do as I say, not as I do. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> you should wash your face. You shouldn't scrub too hard. You shouldn't pick at your face. I still tell myself that now. You shouldn't squeeze it at zits and stuff like that. You shouldn't squeeze at blackheads. Um, as tempting as it is. As te- exactly. Your hands are dirty. Your fingers are dirty. Under your nails is dirty. Please don't pick with your nails. That's like the worst. Um, but th- there's always good advice for that stuff. But at the end of the day, it's a shame because I do think we've kind of built this like empire like of products around eliminating a normal part of growing up um, or hiding it with makeup. You mm-hmm. know, whether whether you can clear, clean it away with or product or yeah, cover cover it up. And I mean, that's going to, you're, there are always going to be people who, people who just can't do that. Mm -hmm. It's just not possible. Yeah. Mm. So I guess just like do, I mean, rock the skin you're in if you want to. Yeah. I just feel good taking care of my skin. (laughs) Like I like getting into bed and feeling like I have a little fresh baby face. (laughs) (laughs) You do have a little fresh baby face though. I use my makeup wipes and I get in the shower so the steam opens up my pores and I wash my skin with my Cetaphil, get out, put a mask on and moisturize, take my medicine. Can I, can I ask this? Is it, uh, have you heard the myth? Well, I don't know if it's a myth. 
it is a myth. I'm just going to say it's a myth. That uh, if you run out of, because I used to always have some sort of acne cream and it mm-hmm. would be like a little tube of something that I would put specifically just on zits. Like yeah. it wouldn't be something I'd put all over my face because it was super drying. Yeah. And I would put it just on zits. And if I would run out of that. I know what you're going to say. Oh, I, yeah. I used to use toothpaste. That's yeah, not good no. for your skin. <laughs> That's not good. I just saw a thing online actually i was looking at this list on like i feel like it was like somewhere like buzzfeed it was like beauty hacks that you definitely shouldn't do because they're actually not good for your skin at all and one of them was dabbing toothpaste on zits because it says while it has stuff there are ingredients in toothpaste that can dry out your skin there are also ingredients in toothpaste that can irritate your skin yeah it's the baking soda that's good for your skin in toothpaste right because i've heard that is like a diy like a home thing like I don't make, invest any money in facial products. I just have baking soda. Baking soda everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> just pour baking soda on your face. Just discover your face in baking soda. Do you want to have I, a fun time? Pour some vinegar on there. face volcano. Go for it. Add some oatmeal. <laughs> I've made a cake. What? <laughs> uh, see, I think that's mean, though, because what I envision are these are people who are just lucky enough to have naturally great skin. So they can say they put whatever they want <laughs> right? on their face. They put whatever crap they want and then go, that's what did it. I got a, I got a, uh, I don't know, wild hair one day. I saw a recipe online for like an avocado honey facial mask. And I like started mixing it together. I was like, I don't like, one, avocados are really expensive. Like I should probably just buy a thing that's, that's not using an entire (laughs) avocado. And also like, this is yummy. I don't, I don't think anything that's yummy should go on my face, but I don't know. Some, I think somebody's trolling me. Like, add some chocolate syrup. Put it in a blender. Stick your head <laughs> in. You'll be beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I never remember trying that stuff. I used to do the cucumber slices on my eyes just because that seemed like a sophisticated thing to do. Yeah. And I saw her do, I saw um, on a Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dad. I was going to say, yeah. She did that. Huh? She did that. Yeah, Christina Applegate did that. And I was like, cool, I'm going to do that. I, that was as sophisticated as I got. I do like the rise in, of popularity of the sheet masks. Um, mm-hmm. Like, you know, because those don't, those don't rip your face off. Those just, like, sit there. And a lot of times they come in funky prints that allows you to take really amazing, goofy selfies. That's I don't mm-hmm. care what they do. I just want to pick, like, the one with the funniest <laughs> animal on it. <laughs> but sometimes they never line up quite right with your face. Oh, and no. then you just look terrifying. Oh, I... I'll, I'll, I don't know. I'll have to share this on some form of social media. But my, my friend and I, we were in Japan, got a Sailor Moon and a Luna mask. Uh, oh no! And it's nightmare fuel. <laughs> it's like it's like the purge. It is terrifying. Uh, you guys will have to show me what these are because I don't know what these are. Mostly, there's like like sheets of paper that are moistened with something, and you just lay them on your <laughs> face for a while, and then you take them off, and your face is kind of gooey. Yeah. And they do different things, supposedly. I, I've never seen yeah. any real. Not I. I don't know. They're they're goofy. They're fun. Yeah. I'm see. I go old school and tell everybody just to wear just to like use a an unscented like non oily, non drying face wash and that's about it. Yeah. I have a whole routine, <laughs> morning and night. <laughs> Well, whatever you decide to do is fine. If you feel the need to cover your acne, then go for it. If you don't want to cover it, then don't. I think that's the important part is pretty much if you're a teenager, like everybody is having this to some degree. So it's fine. Um, But I think the important thing is that you're making the choice that you feel comfortable in. Right. 
Absolutely. If you don't feel, I mean, if you do feel comfortable wearing makeup, wear the makeup. That's fine. Like, you don't have to show your acne to be proud. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. But, Some people just look, dig putting on makeup. Like, it's not like, oh, you're not covering yeah. something up. It's just, it's yeah. an art form. It's a cool thing. I do. But don't let it, don't let, I mean, it really, I feel like there were parts of my, of my teen years that were dominated by my obsession yeah. with my own acne. And don't do that because it's just a waste of time and it goes away. And then you think, why did I waste years worrying about <laughs> my pores when there were so many more interesting, fun things that I could have been worried about? <laughs> I'll worry about those things now. Yeah. Well, thank you, sisters. That was, that was fun. I agree. And I've gotten lots of great skincare tips. Yes. <laughs> you want to make I'll... make a turducken and put your face in it. Is yeah. that what uh-huh. we decided? Yeah. I think okay. that's what I think that's what it came down to. So this Thanksgiving, save your leftovers and make a mask. <laughs> make a mask. <laughs> you just take the stuffing, you whip it up with some sweet potatoes and apply it where you're oiliest. And then you use the turkey as a drying mechanism. Right. And and if you're going to do this, please send us pictures um <laughs> you can, everybody no, no. grab yourself with some mashed potatoes on your face i want mashed potatoes on all your faces please no i'm kidding please don't do that because riley's getting really upset about i'm it. not so kidding i'm not kidding uh but if you if you do want to talk to us you can tweet at us at still buff if you want to email us if you have thoughts or suggestions or questions or topics you think we should talk about you can email us at stillbuffering at maximumfun.org. Uh, you should check out maximumfun.org because there are lots of other wonderful podcasts available for you to listen to. And um, thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby, You Change Your Mind. This has been Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am a teenager. And, and I was too. Potatoes on your face. What do I do? Hey everyone, Freddie Wong, Matt Arnold, and Will Campos, here to tell you about Story Break, a writer's room podcast where every week we, the Hollywood geniuses behind Video Game High School, have one hour to turn a humble idea into an awesome movie. Thrill as we weave the tragic tale of Jar Jar, a Star Wars story. We're going to double down on everything that made the prequels great. Jar Jar, (laughs) trade federation, (laughs) politics. Gasp as we assemble a pantheon of heroes for the Kellogg Cinematic Universe. We could get rid of Snap, Crackle, Pop. I wouldn't even miss them. You're crazy. They die in the second act. Oh, come on. <laughs> and join us as we make fun of Matt as he struggles to name a single Beyonce song. Well, yeah, put a finger on it. Sure, she wants to be Beyonce. Put a um, finger on it. Beyonce's <laughs> famous song. Will we break the story? Or will the story break us? Find out by joining us in the writer's room every Thursday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.